No, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Cheers. Hey, guys, so before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. I repeat, devaneandassociates.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast, the show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs and their achievements, and then we teach up and coming entrepreneurs how to make profit using their passion. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the Most. Enjoy the show. What's going on, my people? It's been a minute. Like I've been on this, ep- I've been on this platform for maybe three weeks. A lot of good stuff have been going on, but trust me, guys, I got you, okay? I'm working on getting better, better equipment, better production, better sound, and better information for you guys. So, today we're back with another episode, another killer episode. It's one of those segments where you sit with my humble self and we talk about, you know, something that I came across over the week that I think is powerful for you guys to listen to, something that I believe might change your life, something that I believe might you know, help your business, something that I believe might help your brand to grow. And today we have a topic. It's called the hedgehog concept. Hedgehog concept. So before I go any further, let me you know, give you guys a breakdown of what we're going to do today. So we're going to talk about the hedgehog concept today. And you know, we'll talk about what a hedgehog is. Then we go, we do some, um, we talk about some experiment that happened in the past based on this hedgehog. Then, you know, the concept itself. And then we're going to talk about, we'll give some examples based on the topic and then what the process of hedgehog is. And we just finish from there. So if you're listening, you're probably wondering what the hedgehog concept is about so this concept was coined by an amazing writer an amazing author his name is jim collins so jim collins has written two books one's called built to last and one is called good to great i'm actually reading the one that says good to great and that was where i got this concept from so the book good to great is talking about how companies that were good became great how companies that were average became great. So it's not talking about great companies and what they did to be great. No, it's talking about good companies and how you can go from being good to great. He believes that being good is not good enough. You can be great. You know, um, good enough is the enemy of good enough is the enemy of great. You guys have heard the saying, right? This is what this book is about. So me reading it and I came across this concept. I know so many of us out there want to be great. We're good, but we want more. And if you're one of that person, if you're one of those people out there that want to be great, trust me, you're listening to the right information, okay? What we're going to talk about today is definitely going to help your business grow. It's going to help your brand grow. It's going to help, you know, help you in whatever field you're doing grow. So according to Jim Collins, okay, what is the hedgehog concept? So the hedgehog forces an animal. We all know what a hedgehog is, right? Yes. So I'll start with a story. A story of a fox and a hedgehog. 
So the story is about a fox and a hedgehog. So as usual, the fox, we all know the fox. It's a cunning, fast, slick, beautiful, crafty, you know, creature. He looks aggressive. He looks like a winner. You know, he, um, he has so many strategies, too many goals to achieve in a day. And, you know, he's trying to, trying to get it. The hedgehog on the other end is a slow, kind of like ugly, you know, genetic mixed up. If you look at him, you think, yeah, this is, he's not going to make it in life. You know, he's like those people that have been given up on by life and, you know, they've told you, nah, you, nothing good will come out of you. You get right. While the fox, you know, everyone bets on him. He's going to be great. He's going to, he's going to do amazing things. You get right. So I brought a hedgehog, you know, he's just, he has one goal in mind and that goal is to survive. You know, he's slow, steady, but... Sometimes your weakness can be your advantage. And sometimes your advantage can be your weakness. That's the situation with the fox. So all these beautiful things that we think that gives the fox an advantage actually became his weakness. And those things that we talk that, you know, the world give up on the hedgehog and say, ah, he's slow, he's not fast, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing, he's not beautiful, he's ugly and all that. Actually, where his, where his strength so the fact that he was slow enables him to focus his effort on one goal. But the fox is everywhere. He's trying to do everything. So he has so many goals. Okay? So now back to the story. So the story goes this way. The hedgehog, you know, in the forest, going about his day, just woke up first in the morning and trying to eat. You know, he's going. And then there's a fox somewhere that is out there hunting. And he sees the hedgehog coming from afar. And goes into, you know, hiding. So when the hedgehog comes, he's going to approach him and just, you know, bounce at him and just grab him and eat him. The hedgehog now didn't know there was a fox ahead. But when he got close, the fox, you know, came out, tried to attack him. But the hedgehog has some, like, he looks like a porcupine. Yeah, he has, you know, sharp stuff around him. So he kind of like runs himself up. And that now becomes... His mechanism, his self-defense mechanism that helps him to, you know, protect him from the fox. The fox, oh, fuck, this guy, you know, always doing this, always doing this. Every day, the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. But now, the fox is always trying to come up with corny ideas. He just, he just doesn't want to get the point that you can never eat this guy. The hedgehog on the other end, doesn't want to give up. He, he knows only one thing. Whenever the fox comes out, I'm just going to wrap myself up and protect myself. One thing. The fox tries to know so many things. Tries to come up with so many ideas, so many strategies. He's not sticking to one thing. The hedgehog, however, sticks to one thing. That's kind of like the difference between the, 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 the fox and the hedgehog. That actually make the hedgehog good to great. Okay, so that's the story. Now, there was an experiment conducted by Israel Berlin. You know long time ago and this experiment was based on two groups the fox group and the hedgehog group so the fox group he discovered that the people that you know 
pursue many ends at the same time. And they see the world in complexity. They are scattered. They are diffused. They don't stick to the script. They are, one minute they are here, one minute they are there. They are all over the place. They are not committed to one thing. They are committed to millions of things. Then the second group, the Hedgehog group, they simplify a complex world into a single organizing idea. You know, you could bring a complex situation to them and they make it as simple as possible. They take a complex world and break it down to its simplest form. You know, they do simple stuff. They stick to the, the, the script. They only do one thing till they die. That's basically what the air jog is. But the fact that they stick to one thing gives them the benefit in life, you know. They, they focus all their energy on one thing. And at the end of the day, they achieve that goal. The hedgehog, I mean the fox on the other hand, because he has so many things that he's trying to achieve, ends up achieving nothing sometimes. Or average, 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 average on all things. Because you cannot serve two masters at the same time. You get it, right? So that's the story. Now, let's go into the concept. How does this story and this concept relate? I hope you guys understand the story. So what is the hedgehog concept? It is an idea that basically tells a company to focus on the primary thing that they are good at. You know, it tells a company, a person, an animal to focus on one thing that you are good at, nothing else. Whatever you're good at, if you're good at making money, focus on making money. If you're good at, good or bad, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're good at, you get right, focus on it. And you will succeed. So bringing it back to the book, Jim Williams gave examples of so many great companies that, you know, Walgreens and the rest that weren't too great, but they focused on one thing. Walgreens' goal was to be the most convenient drugstore all around the world. You know, and that's what they're doing. Walgreens almost everywhere. They don't care about any other thing. They just want it to be everywhere so people won't have to go too far looking for a convenience store. But that's how they succeed. You get it, right? So, you know, this hedgehog concept says like, what can you... So basically, the hedgehog concept talks about three questions that you need to ask yourself as an entrepreneur. Three questions that you need to be sincere with yourself. Ask yourself these questions. And the first question is, what can you be the best at in the world? And equally, what can you not be the best at? That's the first question. The next question, what drives your economic engine in your business or in life? And then the third question is, what are you deeply passionate about? So I'll take the three questions again that, you know, this good to great companies or we need to ask ourselves in order to go from being good to great. The first question is, what can you be the best at in this world? And equally important, what can you not be the best at in this world? The second question, what drives your economic engine? And two, what are you deeply passionate about? 
if you can ask yourself, sincerely ask yourself this question, Take a, you know, sit back, relax, ask yourself this question. These three questions, they will change your life. I'm, I'm on the journey of asking myself those three questions. I've been asking myself those three questions. And it sucks because I want to do everything. I want to be good at everything. But realize the, the truth of the matter is that we cannot be good at everything. We can only be good at what we are good at. And until you can identify what you are good at, the world will never recognize you. Because you're average on other things. You're average on everything. So I'm on a journey of questioning myself. Like, it sucks that I got to cut some things out and just come down to just one thing or two things that I'm good at and just focus on those two things. Basically, that's the secret. Focus on those two things. Forget about the rest. Like, I used to want, like, I always thought I wanted to be the best personal trainer. That was, that used to be my goal. But I realized that I can't be the best personal trainer, but I can be the best trainer in a certain field. Does that make sense? Because uh, financially speaking, resourcefully speaking, you, it's impossible for me to be the best person. There's someone already out there that can be the best. And me trying to go against the best, sometimes it's just a waste of time. You get right? But if I can pick a field and say, hey, I want to be the best trainer in Let's say glute building. Or I want to be the best trainer in helping people lose weight. I want to be the best trainer in, in whatever, in just a field. And stick to that field. And now let the world come to you just for that field. Let the world recognize you for that field. And let them chase you for that field. Like, it comes with a certain kind of discipline. that, And, and, and when you say you are the, you know, when you pick this field, you have to say no to those other things that you are not good at. Because you're not going to get the best result from doing those things, but you will only get the best result from doing the things that you like. Does that make sense? So you have to learn how to say no. So, for example, if someone comes to me and say, hey, Lucky, can you help me with nutrition? Because I am not good at nutrition, I would tell you, I cannot help you with nutrition. There's someone out there that can help you with nutrition. It takes courage to say no to big opportunities that you know that would, that does not align with your value. I I know people that they are not the best. That I know, not just people. I used to be that kind of person too. That I was every opportunity I wanted to have it. I wanted to grab it. I wanted to do everything. But I realized that doing everything takes me nowhere. But doing one specific thing and being recognized by it is what would take me somewhere. So now, I'm trying to narrow my path down to one or two things that I'm good at and just stick with it. The rest of the things don't matter. Okay? So now let's, let's let, okay, let me give you guys an, okay, imagine this scenario, okay? Imagine doing a job that you have the genetic and God-given talent for and being the best at it. Imagine, like, let's say you, your, your talent is singing, okay? You, let's say your talent is singing, rapping. You're a rapper. You can write rap. Imagine being the best at it, okay? Now, the next scenario, okay? Imagine you are really paid for doing that thing. You get right? So, you're a rapper, and you just stick to rapping, and you're being paid well enough for rapping. Now, Imagine that you love what you do. 
you love and enjoy the process. You wake up every morning thinking about it. Like when you wake up, you don't, oh, I don't want to go to work today. You wake up excited to this because you're passionate about it. Do you know what that is? That's success. If you can, like this three situations that I just, this three scenarios, like first, what your God-given talent, you doing it, you being the best at it, and then you're really paid for it. And then you are so passionate about it that you wake up every morning ready to go. You're successful. It doesn't matter how much you make, but just living life on your own terms like that, you're successful. Like, I woke up this morning passionate about everything I was going to do. Fitness. Like, I didn't want to go back to bed. I woke up and said, yes, it's a new week. Happy Monday. Let's fucking go. I'm not the type of person that will go to bed and, and on Friday night, uh, on, 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 on Sunday night, I'm having um, Sunday scaries or something like that. No, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I go to bed early on Sunday so I can wake up on Monday and, and go about my day because I'm passionate about what I do. I love what I do and I make good money out of that. I am already successful, technically speaking. Do you get it right? That's what success is. It's not about the money. Okay, now let's imagine the opposite of this. You do something that you're not talented at. Or you're good at something that you are not talented at. You know, you've been paid. It doesn't matter how much you're paid to do that job. You still won't like it. I'm telling you. I know people that paid, they get paid a lot of money by the hours, but they're still miserable because they're not talented at what they do. They are not passionate about what they do. Or you could be passionate, talented, and not being paid well enough. It still weighs you down because you got bills to this. I have friends that are passionate about stuff, but because they don't make a lot of money, they, they kind of like, they don't put in enough energy that they should put in that business or that thing they're passionate about. And they go to other areas that, you know, they, 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 they get paid a lot and they let their passions uh, die. So these three things, you know, have to be together. These three things must be together. So now let's further go into, let's break down this, you know, three questions that I asked you guys. First, you know, understanding what you can do best. And also importantly, what you cannot do best. Yes, you have to understand what you can do best. Write that down. And also what you cannot do best and don't do what you cannot do best. Stick with what you can do best. Stick with just that. If you can stick to that, oh my God, you will be fucking successful. The world will recognize you. Even if not the world, your neighborhood will recognize you. Your friends will recognize you. And that is already fame. I'll give you guys an example. So two, two pharmaceutical companies, okay? One is Abbott Laboratories and the second is Upjohn. So they are both, you know, in, this, in the pharmaceutical business, they both have the same revenue. They both have the same product line. And they were both lagging behind in the pharmaceutical business. They started late. Now, one of them grew and the other didn't. Okay? So the one that, like, you know, became great. Let me tell you what they did to become great. They developed, number one, they developed this hedgehog concept. They asked themselves these questions that we're talking about. What can we be the best at? Or what can we 
And what can we be the best at and what can we not be the best at? What drives our economic engine? And what are we passionate about? It must have been tough, but they faced the brutal fact that they can never cash up being the best pharmaceutical company. If they say they want to be the best, they can never because they were behind already. But once they discovered their niche, that thing they were good at, they stuck with it. You know, like they lost the chance to be the best company. But they told themselves, we can be the best at producing cost-effective healthcare. And then they stuck with that. You get it, right? So Planet Fitness, they're the best for low, low, low gym membership. They don't care about anything. Their only difference is we're, we're, we're fucking cheap as fuck. Gym, cheap as fuck. But you think they're broke? They are not broke. They cannot be the best gym in the world. They can't. They know that. They cannot. Then they, they are not going to kill themselves over, nah. They, they, we are just going to, our, what's our secret talent? We're cheap as fuck. That's what they stick with. You get right? Like, sit down and look at companies. And you will see that everyone is good at one thing. Everyone is good at one thing. So that is what this Abbott company did. They faced the brutal fact. They developed their hedge oil concept. And they stuck with it. And then slowly, they started cashing up. They started cashing up. They started making money. They started making money because they, they had this... They had this one thing that they wanted to do. They wanted to produce cost-effective healthcare so everybody can afford it. And people started, you know, patronizing them. And before they know it, they left up John behind and became among the big, started rolling with the big boys. They, they started bam bamming. That's the secret. Until you can identify, until you can create a hedge or concept and ask yourself those questions and answer them brutally, honestly. <laughs> you can never, like, you would, your business would not grow if you're trying to do everything, okay? Now, that was one example. Also, let me tell you another example. Let me give you a situation. Uh, students, two students, um, one of them, okay, no, but, but before I give that example, let me give a point. Your core competence is different from your hedge org concept. Yes, your values, the you know the core competence of your business, the value of your business is different from your hedge org company. You're in the hedge org company, you're looking for something that you could do with the shortest period of time. Your core competence might be something you do for a long time to get results. Now, let me give you that example that I wanted to give you. Two students. One of them don't have to study. He studies 30 minutes to pass his mathematics exam. The other student have to study three hours to get the same A in mathematics. Who is good at mathematics and who is competent at it? The guy who has to study three hours is competent at it. It's his call. He, he, can, he can pass, but he has to sacrifice three hours. And there's someone out there that only reads three, 30 minutes of mathematics and he gets it. Do you think that guy that reads three hours should be, should be encouraged to go into mathematics? Should be, you know, should study mathematics, should take it as a, 
say I'm, I'm, I'm the best at mathematics. No, he's not. He's good at it. But in order for him to be great, that's not, some, that's not a field that he can be great at. Myself, I'm an example. I suck at mathematics. And I would not waste my time to go learn that shit because I know it's a waste of time. I stick with what I'm good at. And that is art. Entertainment. Like, I love this shit. I can do this. I can wake up and do this. You would never... Like, I would never confuse myself and say, Hey, Lucky, let's go see if we can pass mathematics. We cannot. And the time we would spend, I would rather pay someone else to do math for me and use that time to do something else. I would never go waste my time trying to learn um, science stuff because I'm not good at it. I might pass. Don't get me wrong. I will pass. I will pass. But in order for me to pass, I will have to study four hours. But that's a waste of time. When I can use that same four hours and go out there and make, do something easier. That's what we're talking about. You get right? You might be competent at something. You might be good at something. But it's not the same thing as your hedge or concept. Huge difference. Okay? So now let's go into the second one. What drives your economic engine? What is that one product that the world loves? What is that one thing that the world loves? What is that, you know, what is that one thing, that exercise? What is that that the world appreciates you for? Like people are buying the most. Look for that and stick with it too. You get the same way you stick with your, with what you're good at. That same product that the world loves Stick with that product. Rebranded. Ford, for example, when he came up with um, which of the model, the I think it was the Model X that wasn't too expensive and the world loved it. He just focused on it. Started producing millions of that car and everyone was buying it. Number one, it, was, it wasn't too expensive. The average guy can afford it. That was literally what Ford, Ford Motors was known for, a particular type of car. That was what made them millionaires. Not the other ones, but just one type of car that the world recognized and wanted to buy. And my dude just stuck with that for, like, forever. (laughs) You know, so guys, like, for real, you know that product that the company, that the world likes. You know that drink you make that the world likes. You know that, that price that when you give them, they can't say no. Stick with it. You know, stick with it. It's a numbers game. Now, the third question is understanding your passion. The third point, understanding your passion. This is not just are you passionate about what you do, but like are you passionate about your product? Do you love your, can you consume your product? Do you love your product enough? (laughs) I'll give you an example, cigarettes. You know, the vice president of Philip Morris said, I love cigarette. It's one of the things that makes life worth living. Can you imagine? Like, cigarette, I think cigarette is a shitty thing. I think cigarette shouldn't even exist. But the vice president says he loves cigarette. Like, literally, they are passionate about cigarette. As, 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 as deadly as it is that we know that smokers are reliable to die young. The people producing cigarettes are not lying to you. They're telling you the truth that we love this product that we're doing. It doesn't matter if it kills us. We love it. That's the kind of love you want to have for your product. That's, that's how passionate you want to be about your product. Like literally, that's the level of passion that you need to be successful. 
we don't need that that fake passion that I love my product and then you go back inside and you and then and then you you act differently. Like you cannot even hear your own voice. Do you love your voice if you cannot hear your own voice? Like there was a point where I used to I I, I did not like listening to my voice. I didn't hear like hearing my voice. But I, I realized that look, if you wanna you wanna be successful at this shit, you have to like your product. You have to you have to listen to your voice. You have to. You know, listen to your voice and see where you're wrong and see and, and correct yourself. You have to love, you have to be the consumer. You, you have to get high on, on your own supply. <laughs> I, 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 that was a word Kanye West used. You have to get high on your own supply. You have to be your number one fan. You see Kanye West, he doesn't wear any other thing apart from Yeezys. <laughs> he loves his brand. Yeezy boots, Yeezy that before now, before Yeezy, he was wearing other stuff. But now, Yeezy pants, Yeezy hoodies, Yeezy, Yeezy, Yeezy. The whole family, Yeezy. That's how you want to be passionate about your business. You wake up, you think about it. It's the first thing you think about, it's the last thing you think about in the day. That's the level of, you know, like passion that you need. And not just you, like you need also passionate. People on your team. So the truth is that you cannot manufacture passion or motivate people to be to be passionate, but you can only discover what ignites your passion and the passion of the people around you. What ignites your passion? You like you cannot say, Oh, I want to be passionate over this and just become it. It doesn't happen like that. Like you have to think of what are you passionate about? Is it music? Is it reading? What ignites your fire? There's a saying that if you set yourself on fire, the world will come and wash you born. <laughs> if you set yourself on fire, if you're passionate about something, the world will just come to see you do it. That's how it is. If there's anything that you take from this, this is the most powerful quote I've you set your, You light yourself on fire. You're passionate. You set yourself on fire. The world will come and wash you born. If possible, they want to be on fire with you just because of how passionate you are. These three points here, guys, game changer. They will change your business. They will change your life. They will change everything you do. Asking yourself these three questions and writing it down and sticking with it for as long as it takes will change your life. So now next... Let's talk about just a little, you know, bit about the process of the hedgehog concept. So this process has three stages, you know, the hedgehog concept. The first is the pre-hedgehog stage, and then they have the hedgehog stage, and then they have the post-hedgehog state. So these three stages are kind of like compared to the word crawl, walk, and run. So the first stage, pre-hedge, hog stage, aka crawling stage. Here you're groping through the fog. You've, you've known what you want. You, you've, you've answered the three questions, okay? But you're not seeing results. You know, you still have millions of miles to go. You're moving slow. You kind of feel like it's better for you to go back and sell, do everything, so you can, you know, get more people. But but trust me, trust me, trust me. There's more than this stage. You know, 
you're getting a little result, you're crawling, people are laughing at you, you're wasting your time, man. You should just do everything. No, stick with it. And then before you know it, breakthrough, boom, the fog lifts off. You, started, you start to walk. You start to walk. You, 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 you start getting clients. You start getting recognition and all that. But now the funny thing is that, that that is where people, that is where people, people fuck up. That is where people, people lose it. They, they forget that there's another stage after that. That's the post-hedgehog stage. That's the stage where you keep applying those principles that made you great. You still stick with those scripts. At this stage, you don't, you don't forget about the foundation. You still, you're still working on the foundation. You're still sticking with those three equations that you ask yourself. And you're still getting better at those three equations. You're still sticking with it. You're not going out to try something else that you've never tried before. If you want to do something else, open a different business. But if you're still in that same business, stick with the same three things. Like, I know everybody wants more than one business, you know. That's okay. But once you're successful at this, now you can move to the next business and then still ask those three questions and still stick with it. That is what the hedgehog concept is. That is what the hedgehog concept is. I hope this makes sense to you guys. But personally for me, it did. It's all about asking yourself, what are you good at? And then also, what are you not good at? Two, what drives your economic engine? And three, what sets, what are you passionate about? Then just set yourself on fire going after this and the world will come to pay you to see you burn. So before I leave you guys, I have an assignment for you, okay? I want you to sit down and ask yourself this question. Are you a hedgehog or fox? Based on the examples I've given, be honest with yourself. Be honest. Are you a hedgehog or a fox? When you get that answer, the next process, if you're a fox, you're good with it, beautiful. If you're a hedgehog or you want to be a hedgehog, Take the next step. Create your hedgehog concept. Ask yourself those three questions. Write them down and stick with it. And go through the hedgehog process. That's the process of crawling, walking, and running. So with that say, thank you so much, guys, for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys loved it. And before I leave, okay, guys, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, please, please, please share with your friends, rate it, and also uh, save it, download it. Nah. Okay, so with that said, oh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing week. Once again, I love you guys so much, man. I love you guys so much. And I promise to keep feeding you with knowledge. Keep feeding you with powerful informations so we can all grow together. So this podcast can be the number one business podcast. That's my goal for this podcast, okay? The number one business podcast. Hedgehog, business only. We're not trying to be the number one podcast. It's impossible. 
for the number one business podcast. If possible, the one on one number one business podcast for up and coming entrepreneurs. You know, if you're up and coming, this is where you want to come get information to start your business. That is my goal with this podcast. So with that, say thank you so much, guys, for listening. Once again, I love y'all. Remain blessed. Peace.